0: name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three and One, who comes into our world and gives us life-changing news that changes us forever. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's Easter, yeah it is. Yeah, it's, it's Easter. And, and for a lot of you, that, that means different things. I, I've kind of noticed what, what it means to, to a few of, different of us. Uh, you know, it was very interesting tracking along on Twitter and Facebook this morning to see w- what Easter was to people. Uh, and, and for some people, Easter is, is all about family. And I'm going to get together with my family today, and I'm going to, you know, get together with 35 people that I'm forced to love because I'm related to them. Um, and, uh, you, you know, it, it kind, of, kind of that sense of Easter is about family, and, and, and that's, that's what it's all about. And And for others of us, Easter is about chocolate. Yeah. Well, apparently not that many of you are into that. I am. Um, <laughs> I, I was sharing with, with some of the rest of you that my, my brother and I are doing this this calorie counting thing and that uh, we agreed that today was, uh, we, we, we don't have to worry about counting calories today. And so today is an especially big day of celebration for me. Uh, I, I am going to be eating throughout the day. The concept of meals is gone. Um, it's just eating. I'm taking a break right now and then I'm going back to it after service. So, uh, uh, and, and so, for a lot of us, that's part of what Easter is. It's about feasting, it's about chocolate, it's about uh, going and, and having ham together, it's about doing whatever. And, and then, for some of us, uh, Easter is about retail. <laughs> that, that, that a lot of you went out and bought stuff, particularly for today. That you got your Easter dress on, or you got your Easter hat, or you got your Easter bow tie, or you got your Easter whatever. And, and and that's what easter is for you and and, and easter is it's a fun day isn't it because okay, we've got family and we've got feasting and we've got retail and we've got pretty dresses that we can put on and and it's great and then all of a sudden the alarm goes off on monday morning and you're like oh crap it's not easter anymore and for some reason, it's kind of a letdown for us because we then have to start going back to class or we have to you know, go back to work or we have to do whatever. And, you know, that alarm clock goes off at 6.35 in the morning and you have to drag yourself out of bed and go to the gym. And it's like everything is just the same as what it was. And, and it's just not that much fun because it's Monday. It's the first day of the week. It's the day that you go back to work. It's all of that stuff. And all of this, and instead of it being Easter anymore, it's really just sort of a mediocre Monday. It's just kind of a, oh, yesterday was fun, but today I have to go back to my, my job, and today I have to do whatever. And that was really kind of the way that it was for those women that were coming to the tomb. It was a mediocre day. It was the first day of the week. I mean, uh, Sunday used to not be a day off. You can thank us Christians for that. Um, uh, we, we did that. Um, and um, uh, Sunday w- was the first day of the week. Sunday was Monday. And it was the first day that you could go to work. And, and that's exactly why these women are going early in the morning. They, they have other stuff to do. And so they have to get up extra early for something that is not even mediocre. It's something that's really tough for them. They have to go and finish up the funeral arrangements for their friend, their rabbi, this Jesus who was crucified before them only days earlier. And it it was a bad first day of the week. I mean, you can think about how that might be for you if you knew that you had to get up tomorrow and you had to take care of somebody's funeral arrangements. And yet, they, they got up, they got their spices together, and they headed down to the tomb. And they were walking down to the tomb, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, they're just kind of probably uh, crying a little bit, probably sort of downhearted. And they get to the tomb, and something has happened. Something has changed. Because they they get just far and away enough from the tomb that they can look at the tomb, and they can say, something's not right about that tomb. It's open. And the Gospel says that they they were amazed and they began to talk to one another about it. And then they they go to the tomb and and they actually kind of peek into the tomb because they're not quite sure what has happened yet. And so they, they get into the tomb and they find out that there is no body in the tomb. Well, that's a little bit disconcerting. And then all of a sudden... What happens is they, it looks like they begin to talk to one another, and then, bam, two guys in dazzling clothes appear out of nowhere. And they say, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is risen. Is Except they don't respond like that. <laughs> they go, what? And they fall down on their faces, the gospel tells us, and, and they're trembling and they're afraid because they don't know what has happened. And so the angels have to explain it to them. The angels have to say, hey look, he told you about this several times when you were following him. You just have bad memories. Let's bring you up to speed. <laughs> and so they bring him up to speed and it says that the women, then they get it, then they remember It's sort of like, maybe there's several movies out there. The one that always comes to my mind with this is The Usual Suspects. Anybody remember that with Kevin Spacey? Uh, If if you don't remember, uh, it, what it is all about is is at the end of it, they find out that Kevin Spacey's character has been doing this con with the cops, and he's just been taking stuff off of their billboard and using it to, to make up this crazy story about who he is, and he finally gets free. Right, spoiler. The movie's from 1995. I don't have to. If you haven't seen it yet, you're probably not going to. (laughs) But he 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 takes takes that story and, and he constructs this new story, and then all of a sudden, everything else in the movie becomes really clear to you, and you have to go back through the movie in your head as he's walking away, limping, and then all of a sudden starts walking normally. And you get it. Well, that's where these women were at. It was like all of a sudden, these angels said, look, he told you that this was going to happen. He told you that he was going to be put to death. He told you that he was going to raise again on the third day. And so, they're amazed. And they're so amazed and so excited that they run and they go and run to the apostles, Jesus' original disciples, the eleven, they go and run and tell them. And of course, those clods don't get it. They run there and they tell them, hey look, Jesus is not in his tomb, he is alive. And the disciples go, ah, no. No, I'm sure that's just an idle tale. And yet, that's where some of us are at. For some of us, this Easter Sunday, with all of its retail, and all of its feasting, and all of its chocolate, and all of its family, and all of that stuff, it's just sort of an idle tale to us. It's not anything that's going to change our Monday. It's not anything that's going to really mean anything to us when we get up tomorrow morning and that alarm clock goes off and we get up and it's just going to be another Monday. It's going to be another first day of the week and, oh, um, my life is so mediocre. And that's unfortunate. And honestly, I, I really feel for you if you're in that position. Because life can be a lot more exciting than that. Life can be like those women that came from that tomb. I mean, they were excited. They ran from the tomb and started telling their friends, their friends that didn't believe in them, that thought they were crazy, they were like, what are you talking about? They were excited. They were on fire. They were like, this is for real. This happened. I saw an angel. I don't, didn't only see one angel, I saw two angels. And it was real. And yet, sadly, for some of you, that's just not, it's not going to be real yet. You're going to be like the disciples, and that's just the way it's going to go down. You're, you're going to walk away from this place, and you're going to be like the disciples, and you're going to say, hey, that was a good tale, that was you know, some, some great family time, I had some awesome ham, and um, I got a really, really awesome shirt out of the deal. But it was just an idle tale. But what would it be like if you really believe that story? What would it be like if you really honestly believe that there was a guy who died on a cross, bloody and nasty up on that cross, and he said that he was doing it for you? So that you, on the day when he rose from the tomb, that you would have the assurance that you would also live forever. Would that be maybe a reason to celebrate? That you don't have to die, die? Perhaps. Perhaps it would be reason enough for you to get just a little bit excited on a Monday morning. A little bit excited enough to get up when that alarm clock goes off and go, It is a good day in the Lord. I'm going to remember my baptism. This is going to be fantastic. I am a saved child of God. I'm going to be resurrected on the last day. This is beautiful. I can go to the gym. I can face my boss. I can deal with that teacher. I can do my homework. And it is going to be great because I won't have to do this forever. Cause someday I'm gonna go be with Jesus. If you really believe that, you think it would be a good thing? Oh, I don't feel it. If you really believe that that would be a good thing, let me hear. He is risen. Oh, now we're getting it. If you really, really believe that would be a good thing, let me hear it. Yeah. And for those of us who are going to get up tomorrow morning and we are going to be like those women and we are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit and we are going to be on fire, we've got some work to do. We've got some disciples to go and talk to. And they're going to say, oh, that's just an idle tale. And yet, you're going to have to be on fire, on fire, on fire enough to keep on telling them, hey, this is for real. We saw some angels. I went to University Lutheran. I heard the sermon. It was great. <laughs> he said, He has risen a lot. And yet, some of you are going to be disciples, and that's okay. Jesus is going to have to meet you a little bit further on down the road, and He will. He will. And yet there's one more set of y'all out there. Some of you are going to be like Peter. Some of you are going to go back to the tomb in your own minds. You're going to go back to this reading. You're going to go back to that tomb and you're going to see the strips of cloth and you're going to walk away wondering, what does this mean? Oh, and I hope that's a lot of you. you. Because that's a great place to be. That's what this Sunday is all about. It's all about wonder. It's all about thinking about what this might mean. My Lord died on a cross. And I came to His tomb. I came to the place where death was. And it wasn't there anymore. I hope and pray that that's where it is for a lot of you. Because you're going to walk away from that marveling. And soon you'll be joining the rest of us, being on fire and telling disciples. But for right now, it's going to be magical for you. Hold on to that magic. Come on back next Sunday. He is risen. Amen.